Welcome to episode 137 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamio. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary. Well, this is a fun day for us. It is a fun day. Yeah, because we are taking over the Odd Pods Media Instagram account today. Yes. Which We're was like a last minute thing up. last We're night. Spice it up. Yeah. Lauren, <laughs> so Lauren from Beard Owl, who we love, uh, Beard Owl Podcast, which yes. is on our network, the Odd Pods ne- Media Network. Uh, she our, had this our idea. Sister bro. <laughs> yeah, our lady bro. Our lady bro. Yeah. Our lady bro. <laughs> she, she had this idea in the uh, last meeting. To uh, that that the different podcasts can take over the accounts. Yes, take over the Odd Pods account to like just draw people in and drive them to the. I guess I don't know. We're more in. I think we are probably maybe Richie from Super Media Bros, but we're definitely Instagram heavy. We are. I prefer Instagram. I love Instagram the most. Yeah, but Lauren told me that uh, Twitter is like the medium for podcasts, which oh. I wasn't. I didn't know that. I mean, hey. we we have a Twitter Hi, at Twitter. Podcast. But we don't, I mean, I'm not Twitter like heavy, yeah, but I guess I maybe just, we should be. I just never learned. I feel like I understand Instagram. Yeah. But Twitter, it's just like, what do I just, I'm retweeting, you know, like it's what am I tweeting? Reading, you know, I'm it's not like into very all the new, reading. You know, to me, it feels like the more like newsy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Instagram is sort of like fun. Here's yeah, what I'm pictures. doing. And then Facebook is like yeah. family, grandma. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Poor Facebook. Yeah. Oh, by the way, fuck Facebook. Oh, we should just get Did off you, of Facebook. We need, I was telling, I was going to say that to you. Like I'm ready to get off Facebook if you, if it's okay if the muck disappears from Facebook, yeah. because that, those motherfuckers gave messages, Facebook messages to the police between a mother and her daughter mm-hmm. who's underage girl. Yeah. So she could get an abortion. They were discussing it and they arrested the two of them. Facebook gave them the fucking messages. Those are the, you know, we're supposed to have some sort of security and privacy, privacy. There, which obviously it's like, we all know it's a social media account. I mean, well, there's, and, just no, there's and, no such thing as private. Well, and like, how are these laws being, because I understand like if somebody was making a drug deal mm. on like that's used in court, right? It's evidence. So like, but where does the boundary fall and what, you know, no, fuck it. And, fuck and, Facebook. And, That's and, bullshit. And it is. It is. Like, this is not, to me, an illegal act between a mother and a daughter to have those conversations. Right. And what, where are we living? What, what sort of police, for the law and order people and the, and the freedom people, what kind of police state are you, are, yeah. are you, are you creating for all of us? Also, do you want people looking at your messages? Yeah. Like, they no. don't have to be about abortion. Should we just make all, everyone's messages on social media public? What would your messages be saying? What would right. people see? Like, is that what you're, because when we talk about abortion, it is a privacy issue. It's a privacy issue. That's how the, that's how the Supreme Court just overturned Ro- Roe v. Wade. It was a privacy issue. And they took it away from anyone with a uterus, right? The same thing. They're coming for all of our privacy. Yeah. They look at our messages. They're going to look at your messages. Believe me. I know. It, it's, it's, I, I don't know what, what. Nobody gives a shit unless it affects them. But yeah. speaking of that. There yes. was a 17 year old girl in Florida this, this yes. week who is being, who's the court I have again. That, I have that on my list. Has I, said I, that she has to have a baby. She went to the yes. court. She 16, has no parents. I believe, wasn't she 16? She's 17. She's 17. She has no parents. Yeah. She's, she's living in the system. Yep. Trauma getting pregnant. Right. 
has to go in front of a court and judge and determine and if she's ask. mature enough to have a baby or make the decision make the to decision. have an abortion. Right. And they said not she's mature. not mature enough to make that decision. But she can carry, yeah. deliver, yeah. And, and potentially have to care for. And, no, they're going to add another child to, to the, the fucking to the foster care system. Right? Because she's not... And so I, I went on Twitter and I just wanted to remind everybody, you, you, all you motherfuckers, because I think it was in Tennessee, there was a, I, I retweeted it. There was a lawmaker in Tennessee who they voted for this, this, this ban and a doctor called him and was like, I just want to let you know what happened in the ER this week. And a woman, a 19 year old woman came in, she was pregnant. There was no viability, but because of the law that this man voted for, she had to leave there because there was a heartbeat. The baby was not viable to, to live, but there was a heartbeat. They cannot remove that fetus oh God. until there's no heartbeat. Oh my God. Okay. So he had so to this tell this more lawmaker, this is like, more I had trauma. to let her, yeah, she either, and he's like, well, how long does it take for the heartbeat to stop? He goes, well, it could be seconds. It could be days. It could be weeks. We don't know. So this woman had to leave the hospital. Oh my God. So he was following up with the doctor because he was so blown away by how horrible this was for this doctor, for the girl. Like they had to check the law. They had to get a lawyer involved. Oh my God. And the girl, he called him a couple weeks later and the doctor's like, well, she hasn't returned. I don't know. Then he called two, two more weeks later, the lawmaker and the doctor's like, she returned. There was no heartbeat. We removed the fetus. Wow. This lawmaker then starts crying talking <gasps> about how he cannot believe that they, that he went along with this and didn't really think about. Yeah. Because you're playing culture wars yeah. and you're not thinking. And he says, I voted for this and I can't believe. Now, what the, f I'm sorry. How fucking dense are you? The level of incompetence of elected officials is astounding. So, and, and astounding you know, to this me. This is the thing. This is the thing that I've been thinking about uh, just really for a long time, but really this week, especially with that kind of story and the other things that are happening in other areas like education and things like mm -hmm. that, that, there somehow we have lost the sense of respect for the qualifications that people yes. in a particular field have. Yes. They have gone to school. They have studied. They are the experts. And somehow people think that just because they have an opinion on something that that is the truth or that's what's right when they have no skills, no knowledge, that that, that lawmaker had no medical knowledge. And I doubt that they talk to any medical doctors about what the ramifications could be or what the scenarios could be before he signed off on that bill. Right. And they think somehow that they are justified in making decisions when they have no idea about the subject in which they are, are making laws and what the ramifications could be. I just don't, it blows my mind. I would never assume to go into anyone that does like accounting or payroll or whatever and, and say, well, this isn't how it should be done or why are you using that equipment? Because I'm not well-versed in that and I don't know enough. I will defer to the people within the field. Right, and before, like, let's, let's, what, I mean, I'm what, not gonna assume going how on? things, I'm not gonna assume how things work in Tennessee, but what, let's talk about how things on? work in Tallahassee here in Florida. There's three, at least three committees that the, these bills need to get through before they go to the floor, right? right? And that's how you work out the kinks of like, what should be removed, what should be added. You have testimony from people who work in those fields, right. who doctors, nurses, Patients who are like, this is how this bill would have affected right. me if you pass it. This is what would have happened to me. They don't listen Here's to it Here's what my anyway. story is. Yeah. But they're caught up in that moment of, you know, got to be part of that yep. fucking party and all that bullshit. And they never, ever really think about how this affects them. And I, I tweeted and, and 
whatever. What is that called? I, I, I added Chip LaMarca, who's my house rep, the only Republican left in Broward. I added his name to the tweet and I said, you need to own this. Yeah. Because of your actions, not only this woman, but all of the young women and anyone with a uterus in Florida who has to have go in front of a judge. I mean, and imagine that. To get permission. This imagine is on you, that. motherfucker. Imagine that. You're further traumatizing this woman, this young girl. You're further traumatizing her and, mental and, state, her physical state. What is wrong with you? And the power dynamic of that to have to go as a young person who's already in, in the system, right? Who maybe, who knows what their view of the system is based on their experience now has to go before some adult, some old man. Yeah. And, and. Or woman, there was a, one of these women with a judge, one of these women judge somehow was a woman. have to justify themselves and their choices in front of perfect strangers when it's not their body and has nothing to do with them. And, and they're going to go home and live their lives and, and it's not going to affect them in any way. And they are not thinking, I mean. Here's the other part. It's, it's horrible. What are, are there specific criteria to be mentally uh, capable of making this decision? What are the guidelines for that? Is it the judge that's going to talk to them? And then what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? Do they have to be mentally incapable of like, do, doing math like what is it yeah, what is it what is are it? they are they like disabled mentally disabled like what is the fucking criteria that you can make that decision right for them tell me what it is yeah. and and what is deemed like and 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 then also explain to us how, how you can be too immature to make a decision about your body yet be mature enough to actually like be responsible for a whole nother human being or right. have to carry another human right. being or make the mature choices of taking your, your, uh, you know, prenatal vitamins and doing all the things that you should be doing. Right. Where does that line get drawn? Yeah. Because there's a lot of responsibility of being pregnant too, of like, yeah. you know, getting the rest and doing the things and not lift, you know, there's all of these things. So where does that mature? How do you de determine that? Who is the person that makes those decisions? The judge. The judge. And what is their qualifications? Yeah. Where, what is the medical guideline that they Here's are another referring question. to? What are their, what's don't. their religion? Because right. for me, that's what it comes down to. Where does this person stand with God and abortion? Because that's going to come into play. We're only human. It's definitely going to come into play when they're making these kinds of decisions. And it's already started. Like this is already started. That, and by the way, that, that piece of like under 18, you have to go in front of a judge. That wasn't that's, even from 2020. Yeah, no, that's that from was before. from 2021. Yeah. Now we add in the 15 week. Yeah. Okay. And, and oh it's a whole God. other level or layer. Of and then next session, shit. who knows? It's going to be zero. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's if, zero. If DeSantis gets elected, that's the end of it. Oh God, It's please. fucking over. Please. It's fucking over. Oh, Floridians, please vote, please vote, please vote, God. please vote. Fuck so, you. So, you don't vote. Fuck off. Don't even fucking. What is wrong with people? What is wrong? Why, how, why, how is this not? A, oh, I know. How is my hair on fire all the time? All the time. We don't get a break in the state. No, we do not. There is not a week that goes by where we can't take a break. The other two things I wanted to mention, um, aside from the, um, the, the horrible story of that abortion was um our our governor our esteemed governor showing up in Broward County <laughs> trying to intimidate voters Stunts. and justify the millions of taxpayer dollars going to his little stupid election police force talk about Gestapo oh my god what a jerk or, or what is it uh, what is his uh, one of his cronies call it Gestapo because yeah. she's an idiot yeah he is 
dangerous. He showed up he to Broward is County, dangerous. where we live. It's the bluest county in Florida and decides he's going to talk about voter election fraud yeah. and how fe- uh, right during our primaries they're, we, they're, you know? how felons but we call them returning citizens yeah. have the right to vote well t- 20 of them went to vote right and uh were were arrested because they went to vote right 20 they were, people they were arrested in the 2020 election and probably i would assume was going based on the pass passage of amendment four right. which returned the right to vote to returning citizens that's right Without having, I believe you couldn't be, have like a major heinous yeah, felony. It can't be murder or right? child molestation. So, you, those, those folks but, are never going to be able to vote. But despite partisan-wide support yeah. of that bill and a f- strong passage of that bill, you have a governor that decided, we're not going to listen to the voters, right? The, the freedom of Florida guy is not going to listen to the people. Right. Right. That's how free we are in this state that we vote for something and it doesn't count because he doesn't like it. Yeah. Because he's afraid so the of legis- those voters. So then the legislators, what do they do? The people of Florida say, yes, we want return of citizens right. who, and then who they, do- they serve their time right. to be able to participate in democracy. Like in many other states yeah. across, because we're in, yeah. in, in and Florida. This, it's and just the, because and, Florida, that's all we have to say. And the process to get your, your rights back, your voting rights back was so dire. It was so terrible. It was so hard to do. And again, shaming, going before the committee. Begging for your fucking begging. rights. So and, what does the legislature do? They say, all right, yeah, they can vote, but they got to pay their fines and right. fees first, which could be upwards of thousands and thousands right. of dollars. Which essentially which becomes a poll, a, poll tax. a poll tax. You yeah. can't vote until you pay your fines and fees. It's fucking horseshit. A modern day poll tax. And it's, they know who they're affecting. They're affecting people of color. They're affecting indigenous, fo- or indigenous I mean, indigent folks. They're affecting people who can't afford this. And, you know, it's all political. It's all a political stunt. Yeah. So he comes here. He tries to scare the shit out of people. It's an entire fucking oh uh, my God. political stunt. It, and it's, su- it's such, it's like bringing the clowns. He's there with the people and behind him. And that, has, that state of, who is it? His, oh, uh, Ashley Moody. Uh, and who's right next to him? Who's right next to him? Chip motherfucking Lamarca. The both only of them. The Broward two of County them with their sausage Republican. fingers. They both yeah, have it. They both have Vienna sausage <laughs> fingers. So my apologies to Mr. Mrs. Lamarca and Mrs. Uh, DeSantis. Oh, God. Who, okay. Honey. I just, honey. I don't understand those poor women. Ugh. No, 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 no. No, they chose to be there. They they're like winos. Yeah. They like going across the state. They think they're special. Yeah. I hope I run into her too. I know what Ooh. she looks like. Honey, I'm, it's, it's happening. It's going to happen. Oh, you're just going to be like, hi, I'm your husband go, hi. sucks. I would like to ask, here's what I'd ask Chip Lamarca's wife very loudly in public so everyone could hear me. <laughs> How do you sleep next to a man every night who betrays women, is a traitor to women? How do you sit with that? How do you look at your friends in the face? knowing that your husband has betrayed every woman in the state by voting to ban abortion at 15 weeks. How fucking dare you? How dare you? That's what I would say. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, let's How do it. How does it feel to know your husband's a fucking traitor to women? How's that feel? <laughs> feel good? How does that feel when you get all these awards? She's on some, some um, she's on a business uh, chamber of commerce oh, board. Good for you. You know, she gets all the accolades because right. she's married to this fucking midget. Right. Midget of a man. You know, loves it. He's standing there next to DeSantis because he's a Trump DeSantis Republican. Yeah, he is. He tries to act like he's not, but yeah. that's exactly who the fuck he is. Woo. Fuck you, Chippewa That girl having to give birth to this baby, that's on your fucking it hands. It is. It's all over you. It's all over it's you. Disgusting. And you should fucking own it. You should retweet that story and say, this is a good decision that the judge right. made. He won't do but it, But he doesn't though. do it. He won't do it because he's a, he is afraid. Like business, environment. Yeah, he's oh, afraid. I'm so great. Because he knows 
who the constituents are in Broward County. And he's afraid. And yeah, own it. If this is who you are, own it. He's just a Catholic. Like, just I'm sure like, that's what he hides behind. So right? whatever, be a Catholic, yeah. but your religion doesn't rule. Yeah. Not just, when you're voting, you fucking piece of shit. And I just, can't wait for you to term out. What are you going to do then? You're going to go crawling back to the county commission. Oh my God. What are you going to do with your please. short dick and your short fingers Woo! then? Ha <laughs> ha. Rotten hell, so, you fucking piece of shit. Rotten hell. Fuck you. I fucking hate that guy. I oh fucking hate my him. God. I hate him. I hate he him. He is a monster. Yeah. And the thing is, our state has a lot of monsters. The other monster I want to talk about is the guy who is running for a state house. I believe it's District 20 that uh, Luis Miguel, did you hear about that? Oh, he, he got, got banned, banned yeah. from Twitter because the people that the Republican Party and the DeSantis Republicans, right, um, are all gung-ho about are people like this guy who his, his big plan, and I'm going to quote him, was um, under his big plan, quote, all for Floridians will have permission to shoot FBI, IRS, ATF, and all other feds on site. Mm. So this is the law and order party, right? The law and order party. Who's that for, Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. Like, is that for Trump? Like, what is wrong That's, with you? Yeah, like the law and order party is only the law and order party when the law doesn't come after them. Right. That's not how law and order works. That's, it's it's so, got to be objective and fair for all people. And it's so clearly and, and obviously fucked up when oh they can God. twist these laws of like, what applied to Hillary Clinton doesn't apply to mm-hmm. fucking Donald Trump. It Or it happens to Donald Trump and they're like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. But you were okay with it when it was happening to Hillary Clinton, yeah. right? You're yeah. okay when they were trying to get that fucking email server from her house then, which, you know, is so, she's such it's an idiot. So I mean, stupid. It's, uh, she's an old lady. Yeah, she a whatever. She server. made, she she made, made a, a huge mistake. fucking mistake. It was so dumb. But it's not the same as taking classified documents. Honey. And you Honey. know that man that we talked about this already. You know he sold. I mean, he's it's selling shit. Very he, possible. I cannot wait oh God. for espionage. Please, yeah. it's an act that is a. It's a hanging. It's a hanging error. It's a hanging error. Guess what? I would love to see it. I'm sorry. You put the gallows up for Pence. Let's go. Oh shit! It's so fucked up, bro. It's so fucked up. I just sometimes <gasps> I just can't even believe that that was our president. Like, I know, like it's so fucking insane. It's, 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 it is so insane. You know, it's like one day, one me. day in classrooms across America, we're all laughing. In fifty years, sixty years, a hundred years, they're gonna be like, Jesus, Christ. look at this. What was going on in America? What yeah, was wrong but, with these but people? We're, but we're approaching a reckoning, right? Like. You thought like maybe January 6th was that reckoning. Oh no, it's, it's going to be worse. There's something else that's going to happen. Oh, I've, it's civil and war. And I hate to sound like fucking um, a, I feel like we Alex might have Jones. a civil war. A war. Yeah, it's, I don't want to sound like Alex yeah. Jones, but like we're going to oh, approach screw something. Screw him too. Oh yeah, he's that's a piece disgusting. of shit. disgusting. Okay, the last thing right. I want to bring up before we start God. is that um, school board, you know, uh, Broward <gasps> County, all the way back to school. Woo! Tina started, went back to school. The kids, kids are back Scandal. in school this week. Scandal. And what, what hits? I love it. <laughs> yeah. So the what Broward, a way to start the school year. The Broward County School Board's been under investigation for a couple of years because of of just total fucking lack of like, w- w- I'm sorry. Let me look at the headline today. The headline today <laughs> is this, they did an, an investigation yes. into the school board um, for the years that that they were serving under, what's his name? Robert Runcie as the yes. superintendent. Yes. So the school, the and school, they, they, and, but run, it's the best thing is that they brought Runcie in yeah. Because he was um, 
the superintendent over finance, like in Chicago, right. and they brought him in because oh, like all the money was screwed in Broward, and we're like, yeah. let's bring in this expert, right? Yeah, they had this and like five hundred million dollar bond to like then, fix all the yes. schools, and then and then something. and then it's a mess again under yeah. this guy. So like Runcie it's like comes in. No, no one can write the ship. Runcy comes in and he's got a board sitting there, the school board sitting there. Yeah. Well, they were all like patting each other on the back and like totally not, you know. None of the schools are fixed. No. It takes, it's taking years and years, years to get anything done. It's so much fucking red tape. It's a goddamn disaster. And people have fucking had it, right? So they 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 uh, impede this grant, they get this grand jury to investigate like what's been happening, and, all this stuff. And well, people have been waiting jury, for this. Yeah. They've been waiting well, the for the grand jury, grand jury report to drop. Report drops yesterday. Oh. And not only do they do all this investigation and lay out like, here's where we, all the information we looked at, here's all the, what we have. They, they give recommendations about what they think. Now, Runcy's yes. already out. Runcy's been out for about a year or two, yeah. a year and a half or something. About it, yeah. But, and then, and they, you know, and that, that was a, that was a push to get these ladies that were sitting up there with him as his allies to right. get them to get him the fuck out, right? right? Like that was a whole thing. And, but and he yeah, got arrested, remember? He did. He got arrested. So he I lied. think he had to resign. He, I think because he lied, he lied on the, the, testimony, the testimony. And the thing is, Again, you have people that know that they are involved in something. Yeah. And instead of doing what is right for the people, the students, uh, the staff of those in Broward County uh, public schools, instead of saying, you know what, I better, I better resign, right? Yeah. Especially those that are up for re-election. Fine, you want to see your term out? Don't run for re-election. But they don't have any sense. Yeah of they actually know they have a high sense of self they are only thinking about themselves yeah. and it's so just baffling to me well, every a couple, time there's so with this recommendation there are a couple who said they're not going to run for for re-election oh. but this is before this came out they yeah. said they weren't going to run again but the title what what they've said in there is there's incompetence and neglect of duty and they recommend that fucking donna corn Ooh. Osgood, Osgood, who's already out and yeah. now a sitting Florida state senator. Hey. <laughs> she just won a special election. She's now an off the school board for incompetence and neglect. Now Ooh. she's sitting in the state senate. Hashtag because <laughs> Florida. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh my Patty, God, Florida. Patty Good, Patricia Good, Lori Rich Levinson, and Ann Murray, who's an old fucking racist. This oh is my another God. one we should cover, Ann Murray. You know, it would They be- recommend that all five of them get thrown off the fucking board. And Corn is the only only one running for re-election. So I she think is. Levinson and Anne Marie said they're not going to run again. Yeah, because okay, good. They have some sense. Yeah, but they if, have fucked this. Whole if I lived thing up. in any other state, I think maybe I would, um, you know, be somewhat amused at the the complete train wreck of a state that Florida is. But when you live in Florida, it's like you know I'm laughing, but it's like if we don't laugh about just like the constant corruption and just insanity that happens in our yeah. politics week after week. We don't get it. Right. It's almost like living like the whole 2016, you know, up to 2020, but in a smaller scale in Florida, yeah. it never ends yeah. for us in Florida. By it the way, never ends. And we are in a cycle of insanity. But even the, again, hashtag because Florida. <laughs> yeah. And also we don't, we've never even, we have not talked about what's happening at the Broward Sheriff. I mean, there is oh so much my happening God. with Sheriff Tony. Like it's fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, right, okay. I'm, we got, I'm, that's I'm a whole nother him. episode. I'll have that's to a cover whole him episode. and just keep everybody up to date about what's happening. Yeah. But Woo. oh, today, Woo. <laughs> now, you know, this is one of those, Let me relax. this is one of those that, you know, you feel bad covering it. Uh-oh. It's a Hastings kind of thing. Oh, you know, where you're like, everybody uh-oh. loves him. He's beloved. Beloved. 
you know, and you're like, all right, well, you know, but there's all this other shit that you Ooh, have to talk about. Tell me it all. So today. I need this. I am covering U.S. house rep, Uh-oh. John Conyers. Ooh, and everybody he, should know who go. he is. He's a super, he's been there, he was there forever. He was serving for a long time. We'll get into that. But like civil rights fighter and all of these things that were like really great. And then like me too hits and it's like bye yeah i mean <laughs> like they clean the fucking house <gasps> speaking of that i want to say something else because my mother keeps bringing this up and i'll have to i'm gonna say it to you guys and then i'll say it's my mother we need to stop talking about al franken being a victim here okay i didn't realize this but when i was looking up the story and looking up like sexual harassment sexual yes. assault or whatever for like politicians which is how i like look for stories sometimes um eight women eight women accused al franken of inappropriate behavior oh. or like words or like language whatever like around them and made them feel uncomfortable so let's not talk about it's just this picture because that's what my mom always says they just got that picture uh, right from like no. saturday night live yeah. or something it was eight women so al franken is not a victim yes. he should have left yeah like i mean I he was great about he's the know? victim of me too no get the fuck yeah. out bye we just have to like we just we really need to believe women yeah and are there going to be cases where 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 it's shenanigans? Maybe, right? Yeah. And everything, there's always going to be that. Of course. But for the most part, we need to, like, we still have a culture of harassment. Yeah. We still have a culture of harassment. For It's 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 not like just because these laws are in place that suddenly they disappear. Mm-hmm. And the thing like the, the, the uh, in the state of Florida, when you have like the Stop Woke Act, yes. that also impacts employers, like at the state level on how they can teach tolerance and these different things about gender inequity and all mm. of that so it's it's not just about curriculum and schools like there's a larger impact and that's why these things need to happen so that we don't have what was in the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, 90s. yeah early 2000s for women and Fucked it's going to take a long time yeah go watch uh, to netflix. deprogram yeah go watch netflix <laughs> woodstock 99 they do a whole oh. thing about these women who were assaulted there and stuff but yes. there's a whole conversation that i watched with my daughter there's a whole conversation about you know there's a lot of uproar about like me too or like being woke about sexual assault or whatever harassment but where we were in 99 which wasn't that fucking long ago all right what was it 20 years whatever where, where 20, were we 20 years? 20 yeah uh where we were 20 years ago is huge. We've made huge leaps and bounds right. compared to where we are now. I mean, we should yes. be a little bit more aware that and feel and that again, our daughters will have a voice and not be afraid to be like, my employer shouldn't be touching me. Right. You know what I mean? Like we shouldn't have to be dealing with that. Right. Like we had to. And, and, and again, it's not gone mm. from the workplace, but those no. things are in place so that again, it may be in 20 years. Yeah. Right. When our kids are grown because they have been, from the beginning within this mindset of what is appropriate and what is not and what is consent and what is not like that's how things change it's not an overnight thing and then you throw these bills up there to derail mm. any progress it's ridiculous uh, we have it's okay, 27 we minutes we in. gotta go <laughs> we gotta sorry we're going we're going is your story long it's not that long she always says that but then it's long okay yeah so John Conyers was born and raised in Detroit on May 16th, 1929. Oof. After graduating from Northwestern uh, High School, Conyers served in the Michigan National Guard from 1948 to 50. He served in the U.S. Army from 1950 to 54 and in the U.S. Army Reserves from 1954 to 57. Conyers served for a year in Korea during the Korean War as an officer in the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers and was awarded combat and merit citations. 
After his active military service, he pursued a college education. He earned his BA in 1957 um, and a Bachelor of Law degree in 1958 from Wayne State University. He also was admitted. So then he was admitted to the bar and he worked on behalf of the staff of Congressman John Dingle. Dingle so, dangle. Hey. Sorry. He also, <laughs> he also served as. <laughs> you better Sorry. write it down. I write am, down I dingle am. dangle. Uh, he also served as counsel to several Detroit area labor union locals. So he became one of the leaders of the civil rights movement. He was present in Selma, Alabama on October oh. 7th, 1963 for the voter registration drive, now known as Freedom Day. Um, and then he runs for office, right? In 1964, he runs for an open seat in what was then the first district and defeated Republican Robert Blackwell with 84% of the vote. Yes. In total, Congre Conyers won re-election 25 times and was serving in his 26th term when he resigned a total of 52 years. It's too much. Like, I mean, good for you for the good things that you did. Years. But it's too long. It's too long. It's too long. Like, you know, I think one people, some people might be like, wow, you know, like look at this life of service, but it's too long. It's too Other much. people needed to have a chance in that seat. Yeah. Ugh. He was the D and also <clears throat> we'll limits. find out about him. Here's the yeah. thing. When you find out what he was up to, to think he was in that position of power for that long and how many women were affected oh, God. because, and they didn't say anything because of what uh, you know he's if he's first elected in 1964 yeah. there ain't no fucking me too no like there's nothing no these women either God. take it or they fucking quit god the 60s right? the 70s the yeah, 80s like the, the decades that he's in office Jesus. and has the opportunity to use his, his position in power Ugh. and his position over other people um to cre to create oh this God. environment of fucking toxic you know and the more that he's doing it, the more comfortable I'm sure. Yeah, of course, because he feels like he's going to yeah. get away with it, yeah. right? Yeah. Ugh. Oh so he God, was I'm the afraid. dean of the house as the longest serving current member, the third longest serving member of the house in history, and the sixth longest serving member of Congress in history. Ooh. He was the second longest serving member of either house of Congress in Michigan's history, trailing only his former boss, Dingle. He was also the last member of the large Democratic freshman class of 1964 who was still serving in the house. Um, <laughs> So, so that's okay. a problem. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit about his time in office. He was one of the 13 founding members of the Congressional Black Caucus and was considered the dean of that group. Formed in 1969, the CBC was founded to strengthen African-American lawmakers' ability to address the legislative concerns of black and minority citizens. Wonderful. We're here for this. He served longer in Congress than any other African-American. In 1971, he was one of the original members of Nixon's enemies list. Ooh. Love this. I mean... In 1965, he won a seat uh, as a freshman on the influential Judiciary Committee, which then was chaired by Democratic con Congressman Emanuel Seller of New York. He ends up being like the chair of that when he finally resigns. Wow. Yeah. I the mean, this is all really good stuff. I know. The assignment was considered an elite one, right? As judici the judiciary ranked above or only behind the Ways and Means and Appropriations, which is money, um, in terms of the number of members who sought the assignment there. After the assassination of Martin Luther King oh. Jr. in 1968, Cong Conyers introduced the first bill in Congress to make King's birthday a federal holiday. Now, we already know that yes. our friend Jesse Helms was fighting against that the whole time he was there. He continued to propose legislation to establish the federal holiday in every session of Congress from 1968 to 83, when um, wow. Martin Luther King Jr. Day was finally signed into law by yes. President Ronald Reagan. All right, Reagan, get it, bitch. I mean, wow, you did something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the jelly bean. Tenacity. Oh. 
Where are my beans? <gasps> Conyers introduced the oh Commission to Study Reparation <laughs> Proposals for African Americans Act, uh, H.R. 3745, in January 1989. Again, I'm here for this. He reintroduced the bill each time, each congressional term. It calls for establishing a commission to research the history of slavery in the United States and its effects on current society, which has recommended ways to remedy the injustice against African Americans. Why is that not a good thing? That is Let's a do wonderful it. thing. Yeah. The current version was introduced and referred to committee on January 3rd, 2013. It still hasn't gone anywhere. Right. Conyers first introduced the proposed res- resolution, like I said, in 1989, and has stated his intention to annually propose the act until it Good. was approved and passed. Since 1997, the bill has been designated H.R. 40, most recently H.R. 40, alluding to the promise of 40 acreds and a mule. I mean, the, the <clears throat> reparations is, I think, an important yeah, conversation that we need to have. And there are many different um, people who and organizations who have outlined different types of ways of yeah. that this can be implemented. Yeah. And I don't think it's about, you know what I mean? Like, because people are still feeling the impact Absolutely. of, you know, uh, of all of this, yeah. right? Slavery, Jim Crow, all yeah. of that. If passed, the commission would explore the longstanding effects of slavery on today's society, politics, and economy. He said, quote, my bill does four things. It acknowledges the fundamental injustice and humanity of slavery. It establishes a commission to study slavery, its subsequent racial and economic discrimination against free slaves. It studies the impact of those forces on today's living African-Americans. And the commission would then make recommendations to Congress on appropriate remedies to redress the harm of inflicted on living African-Americans, end quote. Sounds great. Yeah. So, you know, he was called the most liberal Democrat in Congress, which, you know, we're fucking here for, honey. We want you to be liberal. We want you to be left, right? Yes. But, you know, every man's got their thing. (sighs) And woman, I guess. I guess. I mean, I'm a bit of a pizza freak myself. (laughs) I don't know. I have some other other kinks, but it's not appropriate for this. What is his king? Podcast. Oh, no, no, there's no oh, king. Oh, I thought But he- you know, <laughs> he's, a, he's a douche. I mean, you know, let's get, in, let's get into it. Okay, so in 2015, a oh, former employee. 2015? How yeah. old is he? Old. Dang. In 2015, a former employee of Conyers alleged that he had sexually harassed her and then dismissed her. She filed an affidavit with the Congressional Office of Compliance. Conyers had entered into a confidentiality agreement with the with the former employee and had paid her twenty seven thousand dollars settlement from his publicly funded <gasps> office budget in two thousand fifteen. What? <laughs> Wait, can you even do that? <laughs> this isn't. But you know, this is what they would do. They, this is what they would do. They would That's how always they hide it, right? do this. Yeah, they would always wow. pay off with the money from the office. Must be this nice. This happened a lot. Must quite a be bit. nice to do what you want and really yeah. not pay for it and have us pay for it. Yeah, we, we paid wow. for it. Wow. Yeah, publicly wow. funded. Wow. So not only are you screwing over these women, you're screwing over yeah. your constituents. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So the woman who received the $27,000 confidentiality agreement uh, or settlement, Marion Brown, described to NBC's Today her accusations against Conyers. And she said, quote, violating my body, propositioning me, inviting me to hotels with the guise of disguising, discussing business, which sounds like a Weinstein thing, right? Yes. And then propositioning for sex. He just violated my body. He has touched me in different ways. And it was very uncomfortable and very unprofessional. And quote. she's coming out in 2015. And yeah. he's some old. He's been there since the 60s. Yes. How many it, women, you know? <laughs> Brown said she came forward because she wants to 
quote, to be a voice, end quote, and so that her granddaughter would not have to endure sexism and gender inequality. I thought it was worth the risk to stand up for all the women in the workforce that are voiceless. Yes. Fucking A. What a hero this woman is. And because, you know, women who ever come forward, the women are scrutinized. Yeah. They're every, because men can have all the sexual escapades Mm. that they want. Right. But God forbid a woman does to this day. Yes. Absolutely. To this day, women are still um, shamed for for being sexual. Yeah. So good for her. Right. So BuzzFeed reported on the allegations and settlement on November 20th, 2017. BuzzFeed also reported allegations that Conyers, quote, repeatedly made sexual advances to female staff and, quote, caressed female staffers' hands in a sexual manner and rubbed their backs and legs in public. Ew. Oh, just like stop touching people. And also like there's this thing about like, don't you know you're an old man? Like, don't you Even if know? you're a young man, but I an know, old I man know, is even you know worse. I mean? like, it's even worse. Like, it's like he's not aware ew. of his, Ugh. like, what are you doing? And then touching the hand in a sexual way, like, ugh, No, ew, 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 On November 21st, 2017, Conyers issued a statement in which he oh. said, quote, Let's hear it. In our country, we strive to honor this fundamental principle that all are entitled to due process. In this case, I expressly and vehemently denied the allegations made against me and continue to do so. My office resolved the allegations with an express denial of liability in order to save all involved from the rigor, the rigors of protracted litigation, end quote. So, so basically, like, we paid her off. Yeah, we paid, we paid her. guilty, bitch. Oh, yeah, we took care of it, all right? Yeah. We gave her money. We didn't want a whole lawsuit. It's just what muddy the water so we're and, not gonna do that and you know he's an, a lawyer right so he's yeah. got that beautiful statement yeah wow also, i know also on november 21st 2017 <laughs> the office the house ethics committee launched an investigation into multiple sexual harassment allegations against conyers so now it's like the heat's coming right yeah. like now he knows he's in trouble you can't just pay people off and the whole house is gonna fucking disappear like it's over right <laughs> And also, uh, okay, so on, on the next day, on November 22nd, 2017, the Washington Post reported that Melanie Sloan, founder of Citizens for Responsible and Ethics in Washington, publicly accused Conyers of having harassed and verbally abused her during <gasps> her tenure working for the House Judiciary Committee. My God. On one occasion, Sloan alleged that Conyers had summoned uh, her to his office where she found him sitting in his underwear. <gasps> and she quickly, like, out, like, departed. Yeah. Oh my God. Hello. Oh, and then you have to think like, was he in tidy whities? Was oh. he in boxer boxers, briefs? Was sure. he in regular boxers? No, regular like, boxers. What no is doubt. he? Ew. Oh, his little. Oh, dingle dangle. Dingle dangle. <laughs> Just write it down. It's the title. Okay. So later in November 2017, there were reports that another woman accused Conyers of sexual harassment. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi. This fucking wino. <laughs> I just... Who had initially stated that Conyers was an icon and had done a great deal to protect women. Now she's... This is when it all first came uh, out. She was th- like, then, I'm not discussing this. Right. He's a hero, basically. Yeah. He does so much for women. Now she scales this, it back. Yeah, she scale now all these people come bit. out. She's like, all right, maybe you should resign. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe you should get the fuck out. Uh, yeah, if you backpedal any farther, yeah. Pelosi, you're going to yeah. be out the door. He never touched my leg. Yeah. Well, who I what? always felt comfortable yeah. around him. Oh. Sorry, Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you, honey. <laughs> she said that. And, like, uh, <laughs> and, what a bitch. <laughs> I mean, she does this, this all the I Remember know. how she traded Katie Hill? Oh, She's my God. Bitch. She's so, a fucking traitor. She's and, a traitor to women. And this is the thing that I want. And I know I pointed out. I feel like I say it all the time. But here's the big thing between like the crazy Trump people and like normal like 
Democrats, yeah, I guess, we can say is that. that we can say that. We can look at people who are in it. Like, you guys all hate Nancy Pelosi. We're not thrilled with her either. Yeah, you know, no. we can recognize the faults of people and say she needs to get the hell One out. Name, like, Henry Cuellar. <laughs> oh, my God. That's all I have to say yes. about Nancy Pelosi. In the <laughs> days leading up to Roe being overturned, she's out yeah. stumping. Yeah, for, for a, a pro a pro life person. That's dumb. You guys should love. You guys should re-elected. actually love Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, you she's idiots. all for you. You yeah. fucking dope. <laughs> it was probably her idea to give money to extreme right wingers. Yeah, it was probably shit's part of. Her I know plan. what will. Sh- I know what will sue you guys. She'll give all the money to do right wing extremists. <gasps> Oh my god! Did my, earring, <laughs> did my earring falls off in the middle of a press conference. Where's my best friend, Sleepy Joe? <sighs> Fucking sleepy motherfucker! Oh, oh, oh! I'm I'm sorry. I I did, I did want to mention one thing before we finish the fucking Conyers. Did you see our friend Sleepy Joe signing that bill this week, and leans over to give a pen to Joe to Mansion? Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Is it Joe Manchin? Joe Manchin. Yeah. Leans over, gives him a pen and smiles like this and gives him a handshake and a, like a wink to Joe Manchin. One of the fucking worst yeah. motherfuckers. Well, I think it's because he, I think it's that, that whole the Democrats climate, can't get, I think it's because of the whole climate bill. I don't, climate, this motherfucker owns coal. Am I, am I crazy? Am I no, fucking I nuts? Know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. This guy's out of his fucking mind. And we're shaking. We gotta, the, I, this I is know. the guy we should be putting up on the fucking, you know, tying chi- him up and lighting him on fire. No, all right, I can't say these. See, these are things you can't joke about anymore. Yeah, cut. Because, Am I cutting that? No, don't cut okay. it because it's January sixth. I can't threaten fucking people. Yeah, being no, we're not threatening. Up we're not burned. threatening. No, it, we're but saying Joe, it symbolically. Joe symbolically. Manchin and fucking Cinema, Kristen Cinema, are the two fucking Democrats in the in the U.S. Senate who are stopping us from actually getting work done from. Protecting women's right. rights. Right. But I think- Gun I, control. Gun yeah. control. I'm always, I'm going to play the devil's advocate. And I say, I think it's because of that, that, you know, that bill that went forward, that they made their little deal, which, you know, well, I'm going to take the little win, but I agree. I agree. We he shouldn't, shouldn't have be, been there. Um, he shouldn't have been there. Yeah, he shouldn't be in that seat. Stop giving him prominence. It was him and two other people standing there behind Biden. That motherfucker should not have been there. Stop giving him, elevating him. He is a menace to this party. He's a menace to the people of the United States of America. We elected all of these Democrats to get a job done, to pass the fucking things that we believe in, to turn the fucking ship around or straighten, what is it? Straighten up the the ship. And we got Joe Manchin and Cinema tying cinder blocks to our feet. (sighs) Fuck out of here with this bullshit. (laughs) Anyway, sleepy Joe. Okay, so she asked, she asked this douche to fucking resign. And then she said the allegations against him were very credible because apparently she got on the phone oh. with one of these accusers and they told the woman to hold her the whole story and she's like, oh shit, right? Like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> on December 5th, 2017, Conyers resigned his house seat because of the mounting sexual scandals. The announcement came the day after former staffer released an affidavit accusing Conyers of sexual harassment, another woman. The same day, an article by the Washington Post published allegations by Courtney Morse the, that Conyers had threatened her with a similar fate to that of Chandra Levy. <gasps> a staffer found murdered no! in, in Washington, D.C. Great. I covered that. Go listen to that story. She said that after. Oh, my God. She, yeah, she said that after she rejected his advances, he said, quote, she said, um, he said, quote, he had insider information on the case. I don't know if he meant it by th- to, be, to be threatening, but I took it that way, end quote. Uh, yeah. 
after she was like, wow, no, 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 I don't want your old wrinkled dick. Wow. She's like, he's like, maybe you. No, it's, it's unacceptable. Yeah. It's that is. Wow. Yeah. At a time when the Me Too movement was pushing for action against men who harassed women, some media and supporters in Detroit believed Conyers had been unfairly treated. He was reported as, quote, the first sitting politician to be ousted from office in the wake of the Me Too movement, end quote. Finally, on December 5th, 2017, Conyers sent a letter of resignation to House Majority Leader Paul Ryan and House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi resigning from his seat. It simply read, quote, I have made the decision to retire from my position as the member of the United States House of Representatives from Michigan's 13th Congressional District, effective today, end quote. That's it. And he's like 80 something years old, like yeah. 87, 88 years old, 88 years old. Yeah. Why is he even there? He should have been out 20 years ago. Yep. Honestly. I know. He died October 27th, 2019 at his home in Detroit. He was 90 years old. Uh, that's the end of the story. But I just want to say too, like I could cover his wife because she's, she was like on this Detroit commission and, and she was fucking wrapped up in, so she went to jail. What? Like there's fucking Oh, you have to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. All right, so that's it. John Conyers. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Richie. I'm little Matt. And here in the 500 Section Lounge, we are three dads who host a family-friendly weekly podcast. Yep, we laugh, we go on tangents, we talk to great guests. Tangents? I, I don't know what you're talking about with that. You know, there are gases leaking. Uh, all right, all right, okay. Yeah, we have legendary conversations from sports to history and everything in between. So be on the lookout for what we do next. And always be there to grab, grab a listen. listen. All right, well, are you ready? Yeah. <gasps> Okay, so today mm-hmm. I am going to tell you the story of former Colorado House Rep Gordon Klingenschmidt. Girl, you find these names. These names. Mm. All right, so evangelical activist. Oh, no. Gordon Klingenschmidt. I'm already fucking mad. I'm already mad. <laughs> Won a seat in the Colorado House of Representatives in 2014. But it's his fanatical views that spark controversy. And uh, boy, oh boy. So this isn't, um, this story is a little Wait, different. what year was he elected? Uh, 2014. Okay, so not that long ago. Not that long ago. So our story takes place in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And this is a little different. Usually I end up covering something that has like, a, you know, a trial and this. This is just a guy who's a piece of garbage. He's just horrible, mm-hmm. in, my, in my opinion. Okay. All right. So we're going to kind of look at some of the things he said and did throughout his career that just make him a mucky uh, jerk of a guy. (laughs) All right. So Klingenschmidt was a graduate of the Naval Academy and later earned his MBA, followed by a PhD in theology. And then he served in the Air Force from 1991 until 2002. And then he served as a military chaplain in the Navy until 2006, where he was honorably discharged. And I'll talk a little bit um, about that in a sec here. So Klingenschmidt really from the beginning seems to be like of his career mm-hmm. seems to be a bit of an extremist. His uh, discharge had to do with his participation in a protest while wearing his Navy uniform. So he struggled as a chaplain in the Navy because they wanted him to have prayer that was like more inclusive of all denominations. Right. And not just like about Jesus, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause there's mm-hmm. Jewish people and there's like, when you're a chaplain, it's not like you are of one you're not promoting one faith, right? right? You're kind of like trying to include all well, people. Supposed to. Supposed to. Yeah. And he felt like it diminished his work in some way to have to like follow 
what the Navy is outlining. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the protest was really about, according to the Gazette, quote, taking a stand to allow prayers in the name of Jesus. But it's like, don't you know going into that job that not everybody who's serving with you is, like, is, is your religion? Yeah. I mean, don't you kind of know that? Who knows? Isn't there like a base level you can stay at? I don't know. And be religious and kind of like give everybody faith. Like, isn't that what it's about? Why does that have to be so fucking extreme? I know. And like, oh, your way is the only way. Yeah. I don't know. It's really fucking wrong. It's, 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 it's religion. Incredible. I mean, what are you going to do? This is what it is. This is what happens. Yeah, but not all religious folks are like that. You That's know what true. I mean? That's true. So the, the Virginian pilot noted that he was told in writing not to wear his uniform during any media events without permission. And when he showed up to do this protest where he was like fasting and doing this whole thing, he's like in his full oh Navy gear God. and they're like, bye. And like, you're out. Oh. So Klingenschmidt, um, though he was born into a Catholic family, he became a born-again Christian in the 80s and has been noticed as this evangelical activist. And, like, that's sort of, like, how he's, when I read articles about him, like, that's what they say. Mm. And he had this program, and I believe it's, like, a, one of those YouTube channels. Oh, God. That was called Pray in Jesus' Name. That's his channel. And boy, does he say so many wonderful things no, on that channel. No. So some of the things he said on his show, according to Westward's Michael Roberts, he claimed the Bible, quote, commands people to own guns in order to defend themselves against left-wing crazies. Did you know that? Did you know that that was in the Bible? What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? You know, being oh into this religion and, and like studying the Bible and like learning about you know, I saw a funny tweet today. It was like, <laughs> you still go to court and they make you put your hand on this like, oh, on it this was your sister-in-law put it up on Facebook. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> they put you on a book of about ghost stories that yeah. were written by inbred drunks <laughs> and like, fucking, you know, like you're, we're still having to swear to God that's, that's in the courtroom yeah. on this fucking old in God fucking we trust. shit book in that God humans wrote, that humans wrote, right? right? Like, Which it's so fucking insane it's insane it's insane and like here he is here and now he is. he's using that same fucking right. ghost the ghost stories of in this book to what <laughs> to and what <laughs> tell people to fucking shoot people liberals it's, like it's crazy it, it doesn't make any sense so and then stupid. he also uh, said that the fcc is quote allowing demonic spirits to molest and visually rape your children yeah i mean i've heard similar <laughs> things to this in, and in my own fucking yeah. home <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Lovely. Time. Um, the Gazette also reported that Klingonship was known for his, you know, outrageous claims about politicians. Mm. And for example, he compared Barack Obama to a demon. Mm. And then another um, news source Westward noted that he had uh, this to say about Obama quote, Obama is an imposter. He is a liar and he causes cancer through his policies. Oh. And Rachel Maddow reported that he actually tried to do an exorcism of Obama. You know, here's the thing. How can you imagine? No, but I just can, love this idea that you're so like you, wacky that, and that you, you just think put that you it can out exercise yeah. the demonic spirit he's possessing so Barack Obama. Yeah, but he's so wild that he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like, he's but, like, but what just realm of reality are you in? What realm of There's reality? There's no reality. <laughs> that's the thing that's so funny about it is like he doesn't even understand oh that he that people God. aren't looking at you now going wow, I wonder if this is its so deep, the things you're saying. They're looking at you going, he needs help. Like there's something yeah. wrong with him. But he doesn't understand that. That's yeah. so insane to me. It's And because of where we are in our lives and in this world and social media and all this, 
he can put for free for millions yeah. of people to view this it. This channel. His mental illness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, I mean, and people will watch it. And, and, some and go, follow him. And some will go, wow. He's a genius. Yeah. Like, he's fantastic. <laughs> he's saying everything I'm thinking. Yeah. So Maybe he um, is a demon. Yeah. Then he put forward, um, you know, he would also send out like newsletters and stuff to the people who subscribe and whatnot. Lovely. And in one of his newsletters, he compared Colorado rep Jared Polis to ISIS. And he went so far to say that Polis would, am I saying that right? Is it Polis? Yes. Yeah, um, right. Would participate in beheading Christians. Now, the Gazette noted that this newsletter came out after Polis put a bill forward that would add employment protections for sexual orientation or gender identity. So this rep is trying to put forward a bill, right? You can disagree with a bill, but the, to then, you know, put forward that this person who is putting forward this bill is going to behead Christians and is like ISIS. Again, like these it's extremists, so these so extremist violent yeah. views. This what are you doing? Is, I think he went on to be the first elected game uh, governor. I think so. Yeah. Yes. In Colorado, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's no surprise that Klingonship is one of the most vile anti-gay politicians that we've had, right? Like that's, you know, um, got to be understood, even though he did not serve for a long time, but he just would continually spout like this bigotry and hatred. And um, he made headlines when the Boy Scouts announced that they would permit gay scout leaders. And he had this to say, according to Bolin's Westward article, quote, if your boy is in one of those organizations, you should get him out of there. It will lead to child abuse. Because again, he's perpetuating that idea of pedophilia, right? Um, which is not true. Mm -mm. But that's what he's putting forward, again, on this, this, this pray Jesus channel, whatever he has. And um, here's the thing, though, with the Boy Scouts, because I have a lot of issues with the Boy Scouts, a lot of fucking issues of my own personal experience right. with the Boy Scouts that I think is fucking horrendous. But I think that... They shouldn't have to make that announcement either. Like, no. just have people, yeah, be Boy Scout leaders. Yeah, like why? Why are we it. again the privacy issue? Why are we digging into it's nobody's business? No. And the troop that we were in, that my son was in at one point, he's about to start another troop, which I'm for because he enjoys it. Like, it is a good thing for my son. He fucking loves it, and so does his father. Like, they enjoy See, doing. I, it. It's a great I have thing hesitated for them to do. because it's a great thing for them to do together. Now they I'm have rules. Worried. Now you can't go scouting. You can't go camping without one parent. So there's always a parent with their child. Like there's all kinds of things that they put in place to stop this kind of stuff from happening. But there was a boy in the troop who had two fathers. And so like, if one of those fathers wants to be a troop leader, why does there have to be an announcement what? about it? Like yeah, it's so it's ridiculous. Ridic it's ridiculous. Just let p families have this experience yeah. together. You don't have to like pat yourself on the back or whatever. Or like it even when they let girls in. Sense. They let girls into the Boy Scouts. Now it's just, I think it's just called Scouts, the Scouts. I don't but know. But like, it's so ridiculous. And they are on par with the Catholic Church on denying these the things that happen to children, it, right. boys in the scouts oh, they for just decades whole and documentary. decades. Yeah, it's I, fucking I, crazy. And they deny, deny, deny. And then they have to now be on the defense all the time and like praise themselves right. for being fucking whatever, doing and, and the and, right thing. And the problem is you have people like Klingenschmidt who, because of his crazy sort of extremist religious views, he, and on that Jesus show, he actually said that there are evil spirits compelling gay people to attack Christians. It's so dumb. And Talro decided an excerpt from the program where he says, quote, mm. There is a spirit of persecution that is coming out of this homosexual movement, 
And it's not enough that they get weddings in their own private churches. They want to come to your church. They want to come to your business. They might even come to your home. If you're a bed and breakfast owner, they'll come right into your home and demand to have sex in your guest bedroom. There's nothing you can do, uh, they say, to deny them service because they have a right to violate your freedom. Oh my God, they're coming for the guest bedrooms. They're going to be, you know, the gays are knocking at the door. We want to have sex you, in your, in your you, guest bedroom. Who do you think is the what? number one customer of bed and breakfasts in America? Who do you think their number one customer is? Oh my God. Gays. They want to stay at your cute bed and breakfast. Like, let them. What are you oh talking my, about? It's so stupid. They want to come and have sex in your bedroom. Give me a fucking Guess break. what? Guess what? Uh, uh, heterosexual people have sex in bed and breast, breakfast yeah. guest rooms too. But that's okay. That they're okay with that. Yeah, they're okay it's, with that. He's okay with heterosexual having it's sex. So it's not about the sex. It's about who's having it. It is so stupid. So, so uh, at another point, um, he claimed. <sighs> can that someone just can... touch his dick already so we can be distracted <gasps> from the nonsense? He needs <sighs> to come quickly. <laughs> so uh, he claimed that gay people had lost their souls because demons have infested their bodies. Oh, so I just as everywhere. a remi- just as a reminder, this. He was sitting in a state house seat and he's putting forth legislation. He's voting on things. Like this is why we need to vet people who are running. Like that like someone needs to vet these people and 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 really like put it out there like oh, do you wait. realize who you are electing. Well, didn't you hear? The Broward Democratic Party is going to do that. Oh. You have to be involved with a party for 2 years on some yeah. level yeah. to be uh cr- christened with their <laughs> Their endorsement. I'm sorry. It's not their endorsement. They just put your their picture next to the other Democrat on their slate card. They don't endorse shit. Woo. And then I, God forbid, I put a post up. I had to hear from everybody, which some of the people I love, some of them I was just like, Bafangul, right? <laughs> but even Emma was getting calls about me putting this post up. But here's the thing. You don't endorse anybody. You have no endorsement process. You can't say, here's the Democrats, pick one. Where's, where's the direction? Where's the right. leadership on this? You know, and what's, what is, what's the criteria for involvement in the party for two years? Yeah. I was told it could be you're in a club or caucus for two years as a member, but there was a lot of people elected in 2020, good fucking candidates who were not personally involved in the party for two years before having the audacity to run for office (laughs) and not getting the blessing of the Brown Democratic (laughs) Party. You motherfuckers don't do shit. Fuck off. If you actually fucking did something, they had a press conference this week saying all of their plans for the election. The primary is on Tuesday. (laughs) Where have you been for two years? Can I ask that question? Am I the only one baffled by this? Where have you been for two years? What have you been doing? What have you been doing? I mean, for the uh, for this uh, uh, primary, here comes Tina. I know. I, love, I you know me with, with this devil's advocate. Yeah, devil's advocate. They, they have been. Um, well, that's because you go to those meetings. You try I to go, see what's I going on. I try to see what's going on, and they do put out the emails like, "Hey, we need your help. We're doing this, or come to this poll, or you know." And they they are trying to push to get people to participate. I will say that, but people who are on their mailing list, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. What are they doing about people who aren't involved in politics and don't go to their meetings? What yeah. are they doing? Yeah. I mean, they have like the phone banking. Li- I mean, they are, I think they are trying to set something up. Anyway. Anyway. Hi. <laughs> vetting, vetting candidates. Oh my God. But you're Imagine. right. I mean, I feel like the two year thing, like, okay, are we ready? <laughs> yes. Woo! All right. So look, he has said a lot of horrible things, but yeah. one thing that landed him a lot of negative press and some tiny bit of political consequence was a comment he made while serving as house rep. So 
And this is a horrible, horrible. So I, I really a trigger warning. Oh no. Um, th- th- this, this, I was like, wow, what a piece of garbage this man is um, because of what he did and how he tried to use this situation for his own mm. political commentary. Oh God. So in 2015, March, 2015, there was a horrible incident that happened to a pregnant woman in Colorado. So um, this woman was viciously attacked by oh. a stranger. So she was, she like went on, you may have heard of this. Like she went on Craigslist. She was seven months pregnant and she was looking for, you know, like baby gear and things like that. And, and this woman was like, oh, I have a stroller. I don't remember what the item oh, was. No. And she goes to the woman's house and she was stabbed in her stomach. The baby was cut from her womb. And, um, it, it was horrific. Like the, the, the baby, she ended up in the hospital. Uh, the baby died and the woman <sighs> who was involved in this was faking her pregnancy for months and like wanted this to, to take the baby to oh say it was her my own. God. And then that woman ended up in jail for like, I think a hundred years. Like they like, you know, oh but so this God. thing happens horrific. Right. And most people would have your reaction of like, this is horrific. This is terrible. Right. It's such a terrible story, but Klingenschmidt used this woman's tragedy to try and make a commentary on abortion. What? And he said on his Jesus program that, you know, this happened to that woman because, quote, this is the curse of God upon America for our sin of not protecting innocent children in the womb. And part of that curse for our rebellion against God as a nation is that our pregnant women are ripped open. So, so God had this happen to that woman because we allow abortion. So now a good, innocent, pregnant woman had her baby ripped from her. Oh my God. And can you imagine being this woman and her family and she, and like now the news is about this jerk off talking about her just, I couldn't even imagine. It's like Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson like, said 9-11 happened because of gays, because of yeah. our acceptance of gays. I mean, what kind of monster? It's fucking wild. What kind of monster? would would use that tragedy oh my it, god it was no dude no, i mean it was no, so no, no, bad no. that even his uh fellow colorado gop were appalled by this the statement like they were like yo like you're even going a little too far for us um lynn bartels of the denver post reported reactions from some colleagues um rep uh, Beth McCann, uh, McCann, who happens to be a Democrat, said Rep. Uh, Klingenschmidt is politicizing a terrible human tragedy. Mm. The statement was incredibly insensitive to a family that has been through an unimaginable horrific experience. Uh, Republican Polly Lawrence said Gordon does not speak for his caucus. So obviously there are no charges here, but he was removed from um, one uh, the the uh, committee, the Health Insurance and Environment Committee, by then Colorado House Minority Leader Republican Brian Del Gross, who stated, "quote There needed to be some kind of disciplinary action. This is one of the few tools I have in my toolbox, and this seemed like the appropriate course of action." So Jeez. they strip him. P.S. He was off the committee for like three weeks. What? What? And How that, was that, that was like, like, yeah, like it's like just to cover his ass. Yeah, it's just so. As a result of the committee removal, uh, Bartels of the Denver Post reported that Klingenschmidt suspended his programming on that Jesus Jesus program for six weeks because it quote overshadowed 
his work as a state congressman. He also apologized. I would say it's the other way yeah. around. Your, your work as a congressman yeah. is overshadowing your beautiful video. Yeah, YouTube please. Work. Like you should have just resigned. Yeah. Suspended your time in, in your seat. How about that? Jesus. So he apologized and donated some money to the victim. But he also said that, quote, I will not quit either job. But for now, I'm 100% devoted to representing the voters of House District 15. Okay, buddy. Wow. So his apology as reported in the Denver Post, quote, my words were wrong. My tone was wrong. My choice of scripture was wrong. Everything I did about that report was wrong. And honestly, I apologize to you, Michelle Wilkins. I apologize to you, the viewers. I apologize to the voters and constituents in Colorado Springs. So in 2016, he runs for a state Senate seat instead of rerunning for that House seat. And he loses in the primary by a landslide. So yay. So it seems that Colorado has like had enough of this guy. I mean, how much can you, well, I wish that would work here. I wish that would do, we have have house reps in Florida who say wild fucking things. Can we please, can you guys please in your district get rid of these motherfuckers? Oh my God. So a few points of interest, a Colorado Republican, Laura Carno stated a Facebook, uh, she started a Facebook page when he was a rep. So this was another Republican who started a page about him called Conservatives Against Gordon Klingenschmidt. (laughs) (laughs) So like, you've got to be really hated and horrible for the other conservatives to hate you. Wow. But like, can we get something like that in Florida? Yeah, we need to do that. Please. And do it on Facebook because that's where all those Uh, GOP, like those cute people are. Ginny Thomas and her fucking (laughs) Uh, They're all on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. <laughs> so even though he apologized for the horrific statement um, following the attack on Michelle Wilkins, he sent out a pissed off email regarding the committee removal. Quote, I am literally being punished for quoting unpopular Bible verses in my Sunday church or interpreting the Old Testament testament differently than leader del grosso interprets it during what? my private ministry outside the Capitol. Is that suddenly a crime? What in the fuck? So he doesn't understand. He didn't get it, really. No. Then he tried to run for a city council seat in 2019. My God. But he lost. Like, it's done. Yeah. It's done for you. You're you're a fucking- No one likes you anymore. No. You know who likes you? Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Go pray with Jesus. (gasps) And the other thing- I'm sure he talks to you. A couple other things I thought were funny is, um, because remember he got his PhD. So he went, when he was in like the Navy, he went by the nickname um, Dr. Chaps. Well, in the Navy. So I'm assuming PhD in Chaplin, Dr. Chaps. Or or he he likes likes to to wear wear chaps. chaps. So I think that's funny for the Mr. For the Mr. uh, Like evangelical (laughs) activist, Dr. Chaps. That's George Costanza's uh, porn name. Yes. Oh my God. And then the last thing is Ted Cruz. No. Reportedly was honored to have the support of Klingenschmidt. So of course he was. Of course he was like, yeah, this guy's great. I'm so honored to have like an endorsement from him. And that's it. That's the story of this like scumbag Klingenschmidt. Wow. The end. Tina. Mm-mm. Like I'm over it. I'm over that these people get to sit. And it's and I, I respect the process, right? That, you know, anyone should be able to run. But really, again, that vetting process, need, like, like there needs to be something done here. Because it just seems like the loudest, most obnoxious voice gets the vote. And it's... Wow. <sighs> but also, like, you know, it depends on where they're from. If you're from a conservative area and they like that those kinds of things that he's saying, they're yeah. going to vote for him. Because those just, people exist. I just... The, the whole, like, the, the, the evangelical piece 
just confuses me because it's like you're if you're for Jesus, yeah. right? Like I, your words and your actions do not demonstrate what the 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 stories in your book say. Yeah. It but there's a, don't you think there's like this there's a there's a, a lighter side of being religious where it is yeah. about doing good and doing Jesus's good, work turning and, the other yeah, cheek you know being there for other people supporting you know, people clothing like the poor helping yeah yes. I, and then there's people who use it for dark shit yeah like dark like why would you ever say to someone there's a demon inside of them oh my god like it's just so wild to me that you would say that to another person there's a demon inside yes. of them or the fact that this man actually like try to have an like do an exorcism yeah like what what do you how do you even do that like i don't even know like what it i would love i should go back my, and try to find the video of him exorcist doing, like yeah. that's my only experience with an exorcism. the power of christ compels you yeah <laughs> the power of christ compels you <laughs> and if you that, think if there's a demon inside of you what do you think it's for like what is your I thing mean, that your demon would be for oh i don't know my demon i i'd have to think about that <laughs> I know. Power of Christ compels you. <laughs> that, uh, 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 <laughs> oh my God. The power of All right. Christ. Is that it? <laughs> oh my God. So I think that's it. We've got a lot of we'll have some we videos. To create a lot of content today. Ooh. We're gonna get busy. I'm so old. I can't believe I just said I've got to create content today for Instagram. Because we're amazing. We're so good. We're so hip. Oh my god! <laughs> By the way, I'm going to go early vote today. That's Ooh. right. I'm gonna do that for my Instagram. What do you think I about that? I did that, that um, last week. And Nikki Freed. Hi, Nikki Freed. Hi, Val Demings. Val Demings. Nikki Freed. I got my. I got my my voter registration card from good old Supervisor of Elections Joe, Joe Scott, who's doing a Scott. fabulous fucking job. Amazing Joe That's Scott. That's what I wanted to mention the before. The best Joe Scott. Fucking awesome. He's doing Thank a God. great job. And Thank God. He's our Broward County Supervisor of Elections. Yes. Who's been on the podcast. Go check him out. He's amazing. Yes. And also, wow, has he done great work with he that has. office. And you know who else gives him a lot of support? All the Supervisor of Elections uh, that are around the state. All these supervisors band together. Most of them are Republicans, as you yep. mentioned on our little muck episode yep. with him. And they all were against all of these awful fucking voter uh this the uh, whole election laws. squad garbage yeah, getting rid of yeah. drop boxes getting rid of fucking or shutting down the early voting it's early, ridiculous whatever. they were all banded together and against the laws that the republicans were passing including all of the republican supervisor supervisors of elections so you know when people are for democracy and voting it doesn't matter what party you're in right doesn't matter so him coming here and trying to Ugh, I don't know. There's speculation before his press conference yesterday that uh, was it yesterday? I think it was Thursday. Thursday. There was speculation that he was going to th- that Joe Scott's job might be in trouble, and I'm like, this is some bullshit. Uh, I was if I that, was I was, I was ready to flip out if something like that happened. Yeah, I I, I don't know. <sighs> it's just uh, what a fucking mess. Yep. What a mess. All right. Anyway, catch us on Insta. Oh yeah. Retweet our tweet. Yeah, follow Odd Pods Media on Instagram, Ooh. on Twitter. Yes. I think they're on, yes, on Facebook. Like, they're follow everywhere. Odd, Pod, Odd yes. Pods Media. Yeah. And follow the muck. Follow us. Mm. What are you waiting for? I don't know. Come on. Mm. And, and sign up for our Patreon. 
Oh, Patreon. Patreon. We have some podcast. fun content yes. on there. Okay, so Monday we did, we recorded last week a The Wire quiz. Yes. I didn't do bad. I didn't do too bad. No, you were great. Okay, thank you very much. And it was a fun one because it was the actors on this show like yes. made up the questions. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I looked up who Aiden Gillen is. He, he was the guy who plays Carsetti and he's the one that's on Game of Thrones. So he's oh. one of the ones who gave the questions. Oh. Listen, what can I say? I one day want to be called Mrs. McNulty. Oh, hi. Who's that cutie patooties <laughs> character. <sighs> Drunk Irish man. Oh, again, the tortured soul. Yeah. Nothing like a I'm tortured I'm a sucker soul. for an Irish guy. <laughs> hi. Top of the morning to you, <laughs> Should we do that accent again? <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> Hillary, you're so beautiful. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's get out of okay, here. Okay, Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.